Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports.com. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline and hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help uh, all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app giving you two weeks of a free trial to keep you safe online by getting the robocallers out of your life. That's Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with locations in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. Com. So Sam, first off, Saturday night uh, was a lot of fun. We were there at the at the uh, Hutton Hotel in the Analog uh, with uh, the live taping from the install with Buck and with Greg Cosell. Uh, hung out with a lot of the 104.5 The Zone crew. Hung out with, there were several uh, fans that we got to hang out with and talk with there too. Uh, but Sam, pretty fun, right? I mean, look, this was like as nerdy as a football event you're going to get, right? For yeah. two hours uh, of just ball talk with Greg Cosell uh, there talking about Will Levis, Ty J Spears, the Titans offense as a whole, several times uh, getting a little bit of like groans and boos from the audience talking about how bad these wide receivers are, but overall really fun night uh, on Saturday. No, it was excellent. It was excellent. So shout out to Buck, shout out to Greg, shout out to everybody at 104.5 The Zone. Um, really cool, unique event. Like you said, it goes from kind of being this like, socializing, uh, you know, bar setting, you're at this very cool venue, you're all talking, you know, networking. And then it's like, you flip a switch and you're dialing into film and you're getting into the X's and O's. And we're like, we're breaking down zone concepts and, you know, quick reads and play action and Will Levis's footwork. So it was as football nerd as it got, but a lot of great people there, uh, Titans fans, like you said, some of Titans media, uh, I had an excellent time. I know you did as well. And, you know, can't recommend it enough. It, anytime Buck is doing a, a live show, uh, you know that it's a place that is a, a must be, must attend. Um, so I had an excellent time. Yeah, Buck, uh, if anything, Buck's pretty good at uh, being entertaining. Uh, and, uh, you know, so shout out to Buck. No, he put a lot of work into that um, as well. You, All right. So, Sam. Cool. You got it's just cool. You can learn something about football while also like, you know, hanging out, watching a live show, socializing yeah. to people at the same time. Like it's the best of both worlds. So yeah, couldn't recommend it enough. And the analog was just a, a tremendous venue for the setting as well. Yeah, it was definitely cool uh, for sure. So, and I know you've got some things working on the website uh, about that as well, but we're going to talk here about what Greg Cosell said on Thursday when he was in studio with three HL Friday, we reacted to some of the Ryan Tannehill conversations on NFL.com and the Atlanta Falcons uh, rumor, com whatever you want to call and label that. Uh, and we play a little bit of Greg Cosell on Thursday talking about Will Levis, but he said something on Thursday about Derrick Henry that was really interesting. And I, I think we need to, before we hear this video from Greg Cosell and 
Greg Cosell doesn't just throw out predictions or opinions like this that are not film based. And so when he says something like we're about to hear, you really need to listen and to think about, Hmm, that is interesting. He clearly knows something and clearly has a feel uh, for what the Titans are going to be doing moving forward. So here was uh, Greg Cosell talking about Derrick Henry on Thursday afternoon. And, you know, Bren, you made a really interesting point about the fact that Derrick Henry only has one year left on his deal. This to me, and again, it's not as if I have a direct line to Rand Carthon or anybody in the organization, but this will be the last year for Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he's been unbelievable, no question about it. Right. I mean, clearly phenomenal back, but he's not going to get re-signed given his age and the wear and tear. And, you know, Spears is a different kind of back. And my sense is... Um, that that's the direction they kind of want to move anyway, that they want a primary back as opposed to a foundation back. And by that, I mean so multiple they guys. don't want mm-hmm. the offense to have to run through the back. If a given game dictates that, fine. Some games might dictate that, but they don't want it to be the way they have to play in order to have a good offense. So there's Greg Cosell there. And, you know, the important part, Brent Doherty setting up the question to Greg was, about the draft pick of Tajay Spears. And then Greg goes into, well, yeah, Derrick Henry's probably not going to be here this year. So the expiration date on Derrick Henry set by, set by Greg Cosell is the year after this upcoming season. Uh, so, you know, I see Mr. Jones uh, in the chat saying uh, Cosell is an idiot. Nope. He is anything uh, but uh, an yeah. idiot there from Mr. Jones. So again, I did see somebody on the comments. Uh, Jason said, Trigger warning, trigger warning before we even played that uh, because it's definitely going to ruffle some emotional feathers there for Titans fans to hear that. No, it's an emotional topic. Uh, I mean, and this is part of the emotions that go into being a sports fan and a passionate sports fan and a good sports fan is that you fall in love with players. You get your heart, you know, certain players have a special place in your heart, especially the really, really, really special ones like Derrick Henry that are going to have a bust in Canton eventually uh, and, you know, forever uh, live in Titans infamy and Tennessee infamy. And for all that he's done for this city and for this organization, it is an emotional topic to think about life after Derek, but father time is undefeated. And, And so like, these are questions and topics that you are going to have to talk about eventually. So no, Greg Cosell is not an idiot. He is, uh, you know, like we said, quite contrary to that. He's one of the more intelligent football minds, in my opinion, that there is out there that is, you know, talking about tape study and what he's seeing on the field publicly all the time. And as he said, he doesn't have a direct line to Rand Carthon or Mike Vrabel or anybody in the organization to let you know exactly what the plan is with Derrick Henry. But when he looks at the film and sees Derek's play style and running style compared to what he sees the Titans kind of moving towards with Tajay Spears and Will Levis and some of these other players they've started to acquire, it kind of tells you where they want their offense to go long term. So it's going to be emotional. I I don't expect people not to be upset by the prospect of talking about this, but, uh, you know, it is a reality that you have to face at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think, you know, as he, Greg Cosell mentioned in that clip, you know, I don't have a direct line to Rand Carthon, but, you know, Greg Cosell as, is entering what year 44 or 45 at NFL films. 
he knows Rand Carthon, and Rand Carthon knows Greg Cosell. Mike Vrabel knows Greg Cosell, and Greg Cosell knows Mike Vrabel. And, you know, Mike Vrabel, uh, I'm sure Greg Cosell knew John Robinson, right? Like, so there's, like, there, there's a lot of connections. There's, you know, does does this mean that Rand told Greg, hey, yep, yeah, this is last year, Derek? No. No. But I think Greg can look into it and say, this is the situation. This is where Derek Henry currently is. Here is who they drafted, right? Because the the interesting part about this is the question was asked about uh, it was set up by Brent saying, you know, Derek Henry's got one year left in his contract. They just drafted Tajay Spears running back out of Tulane in the third round. You know, what do you think about Tajay Spears? And then Greg took it where he did. So we're going to play the video again because uh, I'm sure more people have have jumped in here in the chat that missed it the first time. Uh, but we're going to ask this question while we do it. What's one word to describe Greg Cosell's prediction for Derrick Henry's Titans future? What is one word to describe Greg Cosell's prediction for Derrick Henry's Titans future? And we'll play that video for you here in a second. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know where you can go to get back healthy because injuries in life, because none of us are playing sports really uh, at this point. So we're just trying to survive in advance, but injuries happen and they become a massive inconvenience uh, for our lifestyle. And so don't let it linger. Don't just think it's going to heal itself. You know, don't be a procrastinator when it comes to your injuries and getting back to healthy Go check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Whatever you need, they got it. They got the specialist. They have the treatment. If you need surgery, don't worry. They got that too. If you just need rehab or any other preventative measures, they can take care of you. Check them out in Franklin at boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Make every game and every play mean just a little bit more with BetMGM. Right now, you can use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Find that pick that you want to place on the app. Make it your first wager with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. And if it doesn't win, no worries. You're getting that money back in the form of a bonus bet. So the best way to do sports gambling is when the risk is limited. Get with the king of sports books. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, Sam. So let's play the video again. It's just 50 seconds, pretty quick. But Greg Cosell on Thursday with 3HL uh, was asked about Tajay Spears, that draft pick. Um, and then uh, it brought up a bigger conversation about Derrick Henry's future uh, and we're going to get to your comments. What's one word to describe Greg Cosell's prediction about Derrick Henry's future? But here's the video again. And, you know, Bren, you made a really interesting point about the fact that Derrick Henry only has one year left on his deal. This, to me, and again, it's not as if I have a direct line to Rand Carthon or anybody in the organization, but this will be the last year for Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And he's been unbelievable, no question about it. Right. I mean, clearly phenomenal back, but... He's not going to get re-signed given his age and the wear and tear. And, you know, Spears is a different kind of back. And my sense is um, that that's the direction they kind of want to move anyway, that they want a primary back as opposed to a foundation back. And by that I mean so multiple they guys. don't want mm -hmm. the offense to have to run through the back. If a given game dictates that, fine. Some games might dictate that. But they don't want it to be – the way they have to play in order to have a good offense. 
All right, so there's a lot to that clip, but we want to first talk about Greg Cosell's prediction. What's one word to describe Greg Cosell's prediction for Derrick Henry's Titans future as in this is it. This is the last year for Derrick Henry. He's not going to be back after the 2023 season. Sam, I'll send you over to the comments. Steven says crazy. Dylan says speculation. See, Rich goes with obvious. Uh, we've got needed from Tall Texan. We have a uh, guess from Justin. Premature says Juan. Facts from the other John. Plausible from John. Truthful to Michael. Uh, wrong from Mr. Jones. Honesty from Eric. Logical says Titans Kyle. We have a reasonable, premature opinion. Heartbreaking. Uh, thankful, ridiculous, inevitable, probable. Facts, early, unknown. Opinion says DeMarco. Yeah, assumption true. says Danny. Uh, basic. That's what a prediction. Predictions are assumptions and opinion based. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, no future based. So yeah, this is a this is an opinion from the great Greg Cosell. Uh, inaccurate says Yuri. Uh, agreed says Will. Uh, don't care says Raz. Bullseye. Idiotic. Uh, assumption. NFL. It's an interesting one from Valentino. NFL. I like Not for that, long, Val. right? I like that, Valentino. That Valentino like is probably going to well, look most of the time. Yes, the NFL is not for long, and Derrick Henry has made it longer than the great majority of running backs that have elite stretches. You know, Derrick Henry has been elite since, you know, midway through the yeah. 2018 season, and we're entering 2023. Uh, guy says it's foreseeable. We have inevitable from Harry. We have uh, expected trend possible. Uh, unsubstantiated from Deborah. Uh, probable says Yannick. Um, so Austin, here, uh, here, you, oh, you go uh, first or you Roy, go? Well, Roy, Roy asks, why is he great? I mean, Greg Cosell speaks for himself. I, I don't think there's many more. Uh, he's one of the more widely respected film analysts in the game. He's, you know, has years and years and years of experience looking at tape, looking at players. Um, understanding the inner workings of the league and how the dynamics of a GM to a coach to ownership all the way out of the field work. I mean, there's very few people that are quite as knowledgeable as Greg Cosell. I think if you watch your TV and flip on, you know, ESPN or NFL Network to watch people talk about the National Football League, I think Greg Cosell probably uh, supersedes a lot of those people in his level yeah. of education and knowledge of the sport. I'll say, so. I'll say this on, on that front on, on that, you know, right. Cause Greg Cosell and Mel Kuyper jr. Are two guys who created their industries. Yeah. yeah and and no, both guys get heat, precisely. right? Like, yeah, they, the reason why the NFL draft is getting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people to come to watch players on a stage and then no players on the stage, but names being called uh, in Nashville and KC and wherever else is because of Mel Kuyper Jr. The reason why there is an A to Z sports film room and there's other people who have created careers out of breaking down film is because Greg Cosell started breaking down film for NFL films back in whatever 1970s or 80s. I can't remember the decade which he started. So that's why he's great, because he created a whole damn industry. And Roy says both are wrong a lot. No, well, guess yeah, what, Roy? You do this for 30 years of throwing stuff at the wall and you're going to miss quite a lot. I mean, you, Hey, everybody misses a lot in anything. I mean, that doesn't make you any less knowledgeable or great at what you do. I, I think, 
yeah, I don't, I don't pin like, oh, Mel Kuyper had so-and-so as a high draft prospect earlier. That doesn't mean he's not super knowledgeable and, and you know, does his study. He does his work, does his homework a lot. So yeah, and I'll say this, Mel Kuyper, actually listened to this um, from Mel Kuyper over the weekend. Mel Kuyper had a quote on a podcast I was listening to. He said, you'll never be right if you're afraid to be wrong. And I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> throwing stuff at the wall i agree with that it's not what i meant by that i just meant you make a living off of prediction off of you know trying to see into the future and analyze the potential possibilities down the line you're not you don't have a crystal ball you're not going to be right 100 of the time and the longer you do it and the more you do it the more you're going to miss the same way that you're going to be right but i think both of them at least have uh, better foundations for the reason they they feel the way they do or predict the things that they do than than a vast majority of people. But back to uh, yeah, back to the question. Um, so you want to go first? Actually, yeah, my word actually okay. got taken a couple times by the okay. chat. People said it a few times, and it's inevitable. Um, this is NFL standing for not for long. This is every player's expiration date. This is the markings of a new Titans offense and a new philosophy that's going to take over this organization, in my opinion, under Rand Carthon as general manager. I think uh, the Titans are starting to move in that direction. They're not doing it all at once. And what they've done in the draft, what they've done uh, in free agency shows me what they want to do long-term. I just don't think they're ready to dot, jump off into the deep end yet with it. So like Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel have been at trying to set themselves up for a long-term sustainable future uh, without going through a tanking process, without not being competitive. And they want to make the transition from one era to the next era rather seamless. But this happens the same way that you had to watch Chris Johnson put on a Jets jersey and, you know, he wasn't the same CJ2K, you know, for 15, 20 years. This happens with NFL players, especially at running back. So, I like, I think the idea of, like, assuming that the Titans moving on from Derrick Henry at the end of this season is outlandish or not realistic – uh, I think it's just kind of foolish. I, I don't think it's rooted in reality and a, a realistic understanding of the fact that he's making $16 million this year in the last year of his contract. He is not on the field on third down a lot of the time. It, it would be like, Austin, if I said to you, well, the Titans think Malik Willis is their future quarterback. The Titans think Malik Willis is going to be you know, their QB next year and the year after that. You would look at me and say, well, where do you, why do you get that? Because at the end of the year last year, they went with Joshua Dobbs. Mm -hmm. They didn't have Malik in the biggest spots. They then drafted another quarterback. They've done these things to set themselves up and show me that Malik is not a guy that they have high, like is in high standing with the team right now. With what the Titans have done with Derrick Henry keeping him off the field on third down an alarming amount of times last season. Now drafting Hassan Haskins last off season, drafting Tajay Spears this off season, the Titans are showing me that they're preparing to go in another direction with their offense and what better time to do it 
better time to do it, quote unquote, than when the guy's, you know, has an expired deal. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. when he's up for free agency. And so your one word again was what? Inevitable. Like Inevitable. this is this is part of the cycle of an NFL career. It is part of the downfall of a running back's career. And it's why when you draft a running back, regardless of where it is, you have to acknowledge the likelihood of this guy even getting a second contract can be pretty low. So what Derek has done for the Titans is remarkable. And he's Mm -hmm. a legend who will have 22 jerseys in Nashville forever. But I don't think this is out there. Like, I, I think it's certainly within the next couple seasons. So why not when he's in, why not when he's a free agent and you're looking to turn over your roster, streamline everything, get younger and cheaper, et cetera. Yeah. So my one word is evolution uh, because the Titans have to make an evolution into what the new NFL, what the current NFL is. It's not new anymore. They've been doing it this way for half a damn decade. And the Titans have not evolved into what the NFL is. I'll talk more about the evolution side of it because our, our second topic is more about what the Titans are showing us in their draft picks and showing us in their contracts for what this offense is going to look like maybe without Derrick Henry. Uh, But there is an interesting uh, theme in the chat that I want to get to uh, here in a second, because several of you guys, I see Seth has said it a few times, uh, a couple others, Matt, and and then Nathaniel brings this up. um, And, you know, this is in a super chat, but it's also a high bar, right? So Nathaniel says, question, if Derrick Henry goes for 2K this year, uh, will you all change your word at the end of the year? He is a unicorn. And I look, I, I think Sam, we both agree. Yeah. Derrick Henry is a unicorn. He's very unicorn like. And so the theme is not necessarily 2k is if Derrick Henry goes for 2k, if Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing, if Derrick Henry has 1500 yards, if Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry that we've seen him when he hasn't had a broken foot, do the Titans still move on? So I think that is an interesting conversation and we can kind of expand on that a little bit more uh, on that theme there from Nathaniel, Seth and Matt and others. But first let me tell you guys about farm to your health plans. Here's a theme farm to your health plans can help you save some money with your health coverage. They've been doing it for 75 years in Tennessee. So if you need new health coverage, go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ better coverage rates and service. So like lower rates for better coverage. That's, having your cake and eating it too. What the Titans are trying to do on the field, but Farm Bureau Health Plans can do it with your health coverage. Or maybe you're just trying to fill in some gaps uh, that your employer doesn't necessarily have the best opportunity for. Maybe it's a a better dental or better vision plan uh, to supplement your overall health coverage with whatever you've gotten. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans can do it all. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Use that bonus code at the bottom of your screen, ATOZ Sports, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when your first bet doesn't win. BetMGM is the king of sports books, and they're here to help you minimize your risk when you get involved in the sports gambling space. That's uh, ATOZ Sports, the bonus code, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. All right, Sam. So again, we've talked a lot about what Greg Cosell said on Thursday with 3HL that Derrick Henry in his prediction will not be back after this season because he's on the last year of his contract. Uh, He's making a bunch of money. He's going to be 30 years old. Um, When the regular season ends, 
But what if he has 1,500 yards? What if he is top three again in the league in rushing and continues to have the type of production that we've seen from Derrick Henry the last several years? What should the Titans do? Because that's going to be difficult. If Derrick Henry does have a monster year like he's done, the Titans and Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel will have to sit there and look and say, do we try to keep it rolling or do we just go ahead and switch to this evolution that we're talking about here? So this is an opinion of mine that I think the Titans should do regardless of Derrick Henry's performance uh, this season. And it is, it does involve bringing Derrick Henry back. But what I think the Titans should do is include Derrick Henry in your offense because he does bring value to your offense while uh, limiting his opportunity to being more of a role player in your offense for, for what he does particularly well. Now, part of that would mean Derek's salary has to take a dip, right? He can't make $16 million a year. And if Derek wants more than that, he wants to make over 10 million a year in his next free agent contract. That's fine. We wish you the best. You can't do it here because we can't pay that for a, I say one-dimensional lightly, but one-dimensional back that really is a bell cow running back um, with what we want to do. I look at what Dallas did with Ezekiel Elliott last season and Tony Pollard being the next man up and the dynamic guy for Zeke, who still had the ability to be a downfield runner, who was still found a lot of touchdowns when you put him out there in the red zone and was still a very valuable member of the Cowboys last season and say, that is what I'd like to see the Titans do with Derrick Henry. Find your primary back that can run between the tackles, that can bounce outside the tackles, and can run a complete route tree and be a playmaker for you with his hands and, you know, play him on 50 to 60% of your snaps. And when he's not out there, yeah, throw Derrick Henry in to, you know, threaten the defense, make them stack the box. Maybe you create some space deep for Traylon Burks, whatever it is. But I don't think a big year from Derrick Henry this season should force the Titans into doubling and tripling down on their philosophy that really hasn't worked over the past few years. I mean, it's worked for Derrick, but has it worked for the Titans? That's the question that you have to ask. I don't think it's working anymore. Uh, even in a season last year, Austin, Derrick Henry had 1,500 yards. He mm -hmm. almost led the league in rushing. And what was that offense? And he missed the game, right? He didn't. Yeah, and he mi missed the game. Yeah, so the like, Cowboys game. So what was that offense though? Like it, it still wasn't a productive group that could go and score quickly. And I think that's the name of the game in today's NFL. So you do have to get other pieces, receivers, a dynamic QB, and stuff, but. As Greg said at the end of that clip, you don't want to be forced to have to play through Derrick Henry. And that's what the Titans are right now. Like if Derrick doesn't run for 120, you lose the football game. Point blank, period. That's how this offense works now. You don't score points when Derrick doesn't run well. I don't think that's a recipe for success. So I'd like to see them move in a different direction. And 
Andre brought this up in the super chat. Why does having a good back automatically mean run first versus being creative enough to keep defense honest? Teams have to have balance versus one or the other. And I agree with what you're saying, Andre, but I think it's the type of back that Derek is mm-hmm. because Derek Henry cannot run routes or catch passes. It, he can't r- even really pass block. Yeah. I was so, going to say he can't pass protect with consistency. Like they found a way to incorporate him into a screen game last year and, and, you know, create big plays for him that way. But he's not lining up in the slot and running a route for you and opening up your offense. So when you have a Christian McCaffrey when or an Austin Eckler or whoever it is in your offense, you can create a balanced offense around your running back and you can have a great running back while still having a great offense. But when that guy needs to be have the ball in his belly 28 times a game, I don't know if that is what you need. Yeah, so I just thought of a, a comparison for Derrick Henry, cross-sport comparison that I'll get to in a second. Because I, I, I'm also seeing to go along with Andre. I'm seeing Jonathan saying just franchise tag him. Uh, I, you know, I saw Nathaniel come back in here with another super chat says franchise Henry next year if he performs easy. Yeah, but that means you're like the, the franchise tag this season for running back is $10 million. So you're saying that you're going to pay Derrick Henry $10 million at minimum if you franchise tag him. That's not going to happen either. Uh, and then Devin, you know, go along with that same thing. He had to carry the ball 348 times to get 1,500 yards. That's a lot. And he needs, and Devin also had a comment, he needs 25 carries a game to get going and to be that productive. Yeah. And here's, here's my comp, Sam. I want to see how you feel about this. Derek Henry... His, his basketball player comp, Allen Iverson. Uh, let me explain. Derrick Henry is like Allen Iverson. Derrick Henry needs the ball in his hands to be the playmaker, right? Allen Iverson needs the ball in his hands to be that playmaker. Both guys, unreal, unbelievable talents, and could produce, create on their own, score at ease, and make highlight plays. But at some point, Allen Iverson not being able to play without the ball in his hands hurt the Sixers. And Derrick Henry isn't great without the ball in his gut or without the ball up there protected with his four points of pressure. But, like, Derrick Henry is not good without the ball in his hands. He's not a good pass protector. He doesn't know how to run routes or or catch naturally. I I think Derrick Henry is the football version of Allen Iverson. At some point, he's going to hold you back from from being a full team because Allen Iverson needs 25 shots a game, just like Derrick Henry needs his touches per game. Uh, and this isn't a knock. Allen I Iverson's a Hall of Fame basketball player. I, I have a I have I came up with a comparison myself for what I think Derrick Henry's NBA comparison is. Uh, I think it's Joel Embiid. I think he is the MVP. He's the physically imp- opposed the imposing guy that you you're scared of getting off the bus. He can absolutely dominate you at certain times, especially in the regular season. But the league tells you don't build around a center. The league tells you build around playmakers that can shoot. That is the, uh, that is the NBA today. And the more that you build around the guy who might be very, very talented as position that goes against the grain for what the identity of a team needs to be the the more you get to the end of the season, get into the playoffs, get into these big-time games, and find a defense that says, 
uh, you know what, we're just going to, you know, make him pass the ball or make him shoot, or we're going to, you know, crash the boards extra. And you run into problems. Major key hey, says, hey, Tim, hey. you're blaming last year on Derek. I, yeah. I'm not blaming last year on Derek. I, I, I'm pointing to last year as an example of Derek being relatively successful, posting the numbers that we talked about, right, where he's right up at the league lead in rushing, and looking at the offense and saying it wasn't good enough, not because of Derek, in spite of Derek. The Titans offense was not good despite Derek Henry being Derek Henry. And so uh, I think it goes to show that just because your running back is posting huge numbers in the rushing yards column doesn't necessarily mean you're running a productive offense or scoring enough points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, some people pushing back on my uh, on my analogy. Uh, Johnny says terrible analogy, Austin, because Iverson is all finesse while Tractacito plows. I'm not talking about power versus yeah. finesse. I'm talking yeah. about the domination of the offense, right? And that's the point here is that the Tennessee Titans offense with Derrick Henry must run through Derrick Henry and be built around Derrick Henry. With Allen Iverson, the ball was in his hands. Uh, uh, such a high percentage of the time to where that was how they had to play. And at some point it does hold the team back. If that dominant ball hog type of player, again, not a knock, it's just, it doesn't allow the offense to flow and to have more options. If you shut down Allen Iverson, you're probably going to beat the Sixers back in the two thousands. And we know if you shut down Derrick Henry, it's going to be really easy, a lot easier to beat the Tennessee Titans in the last four or five years if you hold Derrick Henry to, you know, 70 yards or something like that because of how the offense is set up. That's the whole point. It's the domination of the flow of the offense because neither guy played well without the ball. That's the that's the analogy there. And so, yeah, I think if Derrick Henry's in an offense right now on the Titans that has, you know, A.J. Brown still in it, Traylon Burks with Josh Allen throwing the football and, and, you know, a great offensive line, then I'm like, yeah, let's leave Derrick Henry in there because he, you know, creates space downfield for guys and can help you, you, you know, create a big play with his legs. The Titans don't have those other weapons around them offensively. So as they build for the future, I don't view Derrick as a, like the plug and play star, like you have to start thinking about how you can adapt to get to that next level. And I think doing it with a primary back and as you know, Greg kind of worded it there is the way to go right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, of of course, maybe, maybe it's what I said though, right? Maybe Will Levis crushes, maybe, you know, Tajay Spears shows that he can, can, you know, be lightning in a bottle. Maybe Traylon Burks and Chigakonk will both take that next step towards stardom. You've got your picks and an offseason next year, and you can go into next season with Derrick Henry being a complementary piece to a well-oiled machine on offense. If that's the case, then I'm in for bringing him back. But I still don't bring him back at $10 million. Certainly not. And so it's all relative to what Derrick wants, what's best for him and what's best for an offense that needs a major facelift. Yeah, Michigan Titan says, uh, what you do is build the offense to tailor your star, right? But the offense and the star uh, are in contradictory eras. And then Major Key says, supporting cast, man, AJ, Corey Davis, Janu, the Titans were lit. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
going continuing with the AI thing. The Titans don't even have an Eric Snow right now. Like that's where the Titans are with the supporting cast around Derrick Henry. Is they're missing a lot. Um, so let's so let's and then you know Andre yeah. says turn. Go ahead. Well, he says turn Henry Spears into Bettis Parker of the Steelers, which is kind of what I what I laid out right about how Derrick Henry can have a role in this, but you're not paying a role playing running back who kind of has one thing like a power back. That's not your primary guy, $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. So like it, I don't know what Derek thinks is Derek all about making money. Is Derek all about staying in Nashville long-term is Derek all about, you know, getting as many carries and opportunities as he can for the rest of his career. I don't know where his priorities lie and where that is next offseason might be the determining factor for whether or not he's back in Nashville. Um, so, like, I'm open to the idea, but you just you can't sell out to do it. Yeah. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. Let's ask this question now, Sam. What's your confidence level in the Titans offense in a post-Derrick Henry world on a 1 through 10 level? What is your confidence level in the Titans offense in a post Derrick Henry world. Now this f- question set up that could be at any point in time, right? A post Derrick Henry world is going to happen at some point uh, with the Tennessee Titans. And Greg Cosell thinks it's probably 2024 uh, that we're going into the last year of that. So we're going to get a confidence level one through 10 in your post Derrick Henry world for the Titans offense. But Sam, I have a high confidence level that I am not going to get robo calls anymore from signing up with aura yeah uh, i am all the way confident because i've seen it and i've done it i signed up with aura and they have uh, done everything they can done a great job at keeping me safe online blocking me from robocallers and telemarketers by making sure they control how much of my data is out there uh, a lot of people can access your data online. They can purchase your data, including your full name, your email, your address, your phone number, and the names of your relatives. These data brokers, uh, they buy your information and then they sell them to telemarketers, robocallers, spammers, people that want to learn more information about you. That's kind of a scary thought. But Aura is here to help because I signed up with Aura. It uh, just took a couple minutes. I got the app, made a couple tabs, put in some information. And Aura's had my back. They immediately removed my information, found which data brokers had my info, removed it from them. Uh, And since then, I have not been getting those same calls, that spam mail, that junk, that no caller ID on my my phone. Aura service also has a VPN, a password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls and protects your devices from malware. Every safety you'll need is all inside one app. And like I said, it just takes a couple minutes and a couple clicks. So let or do the hard work and keep you safe on online. Sign up right now to get a two week free trial with our link. That's aura.com slash a T O Z aura.com slash a T O Z. And with BetMGM, sign up with that app. Use our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a great first bet offer that gets you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So go big with that first bet on BetMGM with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. So you either win big or you get all those bonus bets back and then continue to try to win big again. So that's with BetMGM code ATOZ Sports. Sam, to now we're shifting the question uh, into a post-Derrick Henry world, whenever that might, may be. What's your confidence level in the Titans offense in a post-Derrick Henry world on a 1 through 10 scale? 
What's the chat saying so far on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch? Guys at a one. Jay is at a one. Steven says four. Taylor says four. Mark says two. Willie says six. Eric is a three. Keith is a three. Trevor is at four. Uh, React is at a three. Eric says eight. Jake says seven. They'll figure it out. One with this coaching staff. Two says Nathaniel. Seven post Henry slash Tannehill from Lane. Uh, one without wide receivers. Right now, Derek is all they've got. That's Danny coming in with that comment. One at this moment with the current roster says Justin. Chris Frazier says four. Dylan says 3.6. Three from Richie. 4.5 from Nick. Four from Orlando. Eight from Deborah. 3.14 says top tier. Karen's at 4.5. Uh, Troy says one. Yannick's at four. Jason's at eight. Brad's at five. Michigan says two, uh, five from X Ghost, eight from Juggy, eight from Billy Jones, zero if it's in the next two years, says uh, Mr. Jones. Deshaun says seven. DeMarco says seven, 2.8 from Maserati, Maserati Mac. Awesome. We are like on yeah, a roller coaster here, either yeah. high, some actually like high numbers there, and then a lot of very low numbers. What's your number here? What your confidence level in the Titans offense post Derrick Henry? Yeah, I I know this is this is a hard question to answer, and I'm not hating on anybody for whatever their answer may be because I can justify any number one through ten. I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna settle out a four, four out of ten confidence. So you can't do a five. You can't do a five. No, That's can't be on the fence. Personal rules. Yep, yep, yep. And four point five is feels too high. Three point five feels too low because I I do feel like there will be a breath of relief and fresh air and evolution. As I said, my one word was when Derek Henry is done being the Titans face the franchise and, and lead running back because it, they, the Titans need that to happen at some point so they can get back and get and get caught up with where the NFL is. I just don't know what Mike Vrabel looks like as a head coach without a dominant running game. And we just haven't seen it, right? Like, yeah. And, and there's no proof of that concept. Um, so I'm at a four out of 10 because look, I think that they are doing their best to try to balance the win now and compete now with also building for the future, which is the Will Levis and Tajay Spears draft pick to go along with Peter Skaronsky and the reworking of the O-line, like that's the way to do it. But will it all pan out? Because the odds on the Titans hitting on Skronsky, Levis, and Tajay Spears in the first, second, and third round is not very high. Like that, it, going yeah. three for three on those picks would be incredible uh, for any organization. And the Titans are kind of in a spot where they have to have all three work out. To a level, have to, to, have all three to an extent. Out. Yeah, I mean, I think they do. Because what, here's, here's what I think. Like, in order for any of this Derrick Henry conversation to come to reality, Tajay Spears has to be good. Like, he can't be Hassan Haskins. He absolutely can't be Darrington Evans. Like, the Titans have drafted now three running backs in the last four drafts. And the first two guys in Evans and Haskins, I don't think showed anything. And Haskins has just been one year. Haskins I just don't think. I just don't think he's explosive enough to be yeah. a primary back, right? Because that's that's the 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 terms that Cosell used 
is Derrick Henry is a foundation back, which means you build everything around that foundation. He was saying the Titans need to go to a primary running back, which is a starter, a guy who's out there the majority of the snaps that can do everything, but he's not a foundation guy. I don't think Hassan Haskins is a primary back. I think he's a no, he's, he's a foundation rotation. guy. Well. Yeah, he's what? He's a foundational guy as well. Like yeah, I mean, but he's not he's well. not very he's not good enough to be a foundational back. Yeah, he he's a rotational back. I I, I guess he mm-hmm. he's more of a uh, you need something specific. You need a broken tackle or a a power he's Dave, run. He's, honestly, he's David Fulellan. I don't know if you remember David Fulellan because that's probably before your time in Nashville, but. That's that's yeah, what the Saints. He's a good you, good special teamer. He you can trust him to not completely mess up, but his ability is not like super high ceiling. Well, I think he has a good ability as a a power runner, but like he's good for you on third and one. And what else? So I mean, like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what what Hassan Haskins is, um, at least for what we've seen. Sure. Um, I'm a bit higher than you. I'm gonna go with an eight. Uh, it's a high number. I know it is. Um, I was between a seven and an eight, but I don't do any of the decimals here. So I'm going with an eight because uh, I believe in process uh, and and the correct process. So even if Tajay Spears isn't the answer, even if Will Levis isn't the answer at quarterback uh, and you're not just crushing every single draft pick that you make, I, I believe in the process that this move would symbolize for the Titans and where they go from here. I, I think, moving to a primary running back, not having to play through the ground game. And, and, you know, as Cosell said on there, if a game dictates it, yeah, of course. Like, you don't want to be Buffalo where you're stuck throwing 40 times a game no matter what, and, and you get into the playoffs and you can't run the football, and that becomes, you know, the thing that is your Achilles heel each and every year. You want to be able to do both. Um, especially depending on what an, an opposing defense shows you or what their strengths and weaknesses are. So I, I believe in the process of moving in that direction of prioritizing different things. I think over time, this is something that will prove to be fruitful for the Titans and they will, uh, you know, find their way. I think I still trust the player evaluation of Rand Carthon. He's given me no reason to this point, not to trust his evaluation process and Mm -hmm. through what he was able to do in San Francisco. And so if you're approaching it from that mentality of saying, we have the general manager in place to find the right guys, then I think you have to feel good about what the Titans can do in the future. Um, I don't think this is an instant fix. I don't think you move on from Derrick Henry in 2024 and all of a sudden are a prolific passing team that becomes like a top 10 offense. But I do think over time, this is the necessary move and the necessary process to take that step as an offense and become, you know, more threatening in the AFC than you currently are. All right, A to Z Sports here live. Uh, Dylan says, luckily, we seem to be GK-free today uh, in the chat on YouTube, which uh, I, I'm I'm sure GK would be su- – I don't know. Actually, I don't know how, how he would feel about your 8 out of 10 confidence level in the Titans in a post-Derek Henry world. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe he would be all about it. Who knows? Uh, you, you can't really predict that. Look, yeah, guy. It, it, it is more of a projection from my part. Like you said, I mean, we yeah. don't have proof of concept of Mike Vrabel as a head coach without Derek Henry. We don't have proof of concept as Rand Carthon as a general manager, period, yet. But yep. uh, I, I do believe in those two guys right now. I think Mike Vrabel 
I said it last year. I'll say it again. I, I don't know. I think I can count on my hand the number of head coaches in this league I would take above Mike Vrabel, and I probably don't use all my fingers. So uh, that's how I feel about him uh, as the Titans head coach. And so as long as you have that guy with a, a player evaluator you believe in, I'm not afraid to move on from Derek and say that he'll be able to figure it out. I'm not afraid for the Titans to move on from Derek Henry either, but I just don't know how well set up they're actually going to be. I see the plans, but I don't know how well it's going to work out. I did uh, know that's the thing though. It can happen so quick in the the national football league. Like all you need is one off season with a, a decent draft pick and some money you can snap your fingers and you have an offense, right? It's like just you can a lot get easier wide... said than done though, right? And I so... mean, it starts with the quarterback. And and yeah. so, you know, more important than Tajay Spears is going to be Will Levis. And if Will Levis is your quarterback of the future, I don't think we you have anything to worry about. Now, if he yeah. is not that guy to elevate your offense, that that's another very big position that you have to address before you can think about taking the next step as an offense. So it all does start at QB, but in terms of receivers or running backs or an offensive line, like those are problems that draft picks and money can solve. And so it can happen relatively fast. All right. So I did star a couple comments I wanted to get to based off of the conversation and Sam being at an eight confidence level in the Titans uh, in a post Derrick Henry world, I was at a four. So Sam doubling my confidence there. We'll get to those uh, chat uh, comments here in a second. Uh, But first Krebs Kubota they should be your equipment provider because Krebs Kubota, first of all, they're an elite Kubota dealer and they have three locations across the mid-state in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. And they've been serving Middle Tennessee for over 18 years. And with those three locations, that means they have the right service for you. And they pride themselves on customer service, not just having the best equipment in the industry with Kubota and what goes along with being an elite Kubota dealer, but having the people that Krebs Kubota has to make sure that whatever applications you've got going on at your property, whatever power units you need, whatever implementations you need to go on top of that, to have all of your projects be done the right way, the safe way, and the trusting way. So go check them out, big or small. If you need a mower, you need anything else there. If you need uh, something like a hay baler, they've got it all with the Kubota brand and Krebs Kubota. Again, located in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. Check out their website. It looks really good. KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use, use that bonus code. It's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app or BetMGM.com and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. This is why BetMGM is the king of sports books. It's why I love them. Austin loves them. Zach loves them. Uh, it's why I can't stay away from BetMGM when there's a big game on because I know they're the king of sports books and I can make every playing game mean more than it already does. So use that code. It's A-T-O-Z Sports on the BetMGM app uh, to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's your money back up to $1,000 in a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. All right, so let's see. Uh, the, the comments that I had starred, uh, Sam, you said you're at a confidence level of 8 out of 10. In a post, Jeff's not too Henry happy world. with that number. By no, the way. no, Jonathan. You know, in in somebody, people have said like there's too many unknowns. Jonathan says, "How can you say eight when you know nothing about a Tim Kelly offense?" Which I actually disagree, Jonathan. I think we know, we know, just as much about a Tim Kelly offense as we did a Todd Downing offense. Like Tim Kelly has two years 
as an offensive coordinator in Houston, one with Deshaun Watson, one with Davis Mills. And, you know, I think Todd Downing said three overall uh, seasons as an offensive coordinator, one with the Raiders and then two with the Titans. So I think we know plenty about Tim Kelly. Yeah, well, look, it, it's not about Tim Kelly for me. Like, it's not about immediate success. That's not why I'm at an eight with this thing. It, it is about the long-term ramifications of moving on from Derrick Henry. What I've been saying the Titans needed to do for years was modernize their offense, prioritize wide receivers, your quarterback, being two-dimensional, being dynamic, you don't do those things with Derek on your roster and Derek being your running back straight up. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. That's not what Titans fans want to hear, but you don't, you're not running the ball 30 times with Derek Henry in the current setup and being successful, being an elite offense and making a run at a Super Bowl. You prioritize the wrong things. So I'm at an eight because if this post Derek Henry world is a sign that the Titans are taking a step in that direction and looking for their offense to be more modern in the, those ways, then I do believe in it. And I believe in Mike Vrabel to find success in whatever it is the Titans are doing. It's about the process. And I think your current process is incorrect. And if you start using the right process over time, it's going to uh, end with the right results and the results that you want. So uh, that's why quick, it's Nate. Yeah. It's not about Tim Kelly. It's not about the wide receivers. It's not about where you're at right now as a roster. It's about where you will be by taking that step now. Yeah. I, and and I, I get you on that. Um, I'm, I'm with you there for sure. And then Devin says the organization screwed up by not going all in on the future and still trying to focus on winning now that window for a championship closed in 2020. You know, I, I could argue that they had an opportunity in 21, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, you know, that's what, you know, we've talked about this now for a couple of weeks after the draft is that they're trying to do both things and rarely can you do both things and do both things well and for it to work out. So at some point uh, they're going to have a problem with not being fully committed one direction or the other. Uh, and then Nick brings this up about Derrick Henry too. He says, how much would Henry get elsewhere as a free agent with significant cap space in 24? Could the Titans re-sign Derrick Henry for 10 to 15 million? I mean, yeah, they financially could. Would it be financially smart to do that? Probably not. No. And I also don't think that Derrick Henry has that big of a market around the NFL outside of Nashville. So I, I do think, you know, there is the door is not completely shut on Derrick Henry being back after this season. It's just not very likely in my opinion, because of all the things we talked about the last 50 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the door's not closed at all. Uh, I, I think that there are a lot of variables that will remain over the next eight months or so that will determine ultimately what happens with Derrick. Like, I, I don't think this is an open and shut case where even if the Titans have a general idea or plan about where they're going, they might say behind closed doors right now, like, oh, maybe this is the last year of Derek, whatever, whatever. Well, if Tajay Spears hurts his knee and Derek Henry goes for 1,800 yards on six yards per carry, five yards per carry, like, you have to reassess the plan. If Derek Henry comes to the Titans and says, look, I want to be a Tennessee Titan, I'll play for $4 million, you reassess the plan. It, it, there's a lot of variables that still go into this thing where I don't think it's open and closed yet, but I do think you can start to look at the roster construction and get an idea of where things are trending. 
Yep, for sure. A to Z Sports here live on uh, this Monday morning. Sam, I got a Monday Ask Me Anything topic that I'm curious to, to learn about from everybody. And I'll ask the question here now. When's the last time you chased an ice cream truck around your neighborhood? When's the, don't, answer, don't answer it now. Just think about it. When's the last time you've chased an ice cream truck around your neighborhood? Because uh, you, heard, you heard it from a distance. And you're like, oh, let's do it. When's the last time you chased an ice cream truck around your neighborhood? But Sam, first, uh, go tell all of our friends about Wilson County Hyundai. Listen, Wilson County Hyundai, they're the best. And you need to make them a part of your new car buying experience at WilsonCountyHyundai.com or out there in Lebanon. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go for your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonata, Santa Fe's, and Tucson's. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting in either buying or trading in your vehicle. You can forget those downtown Nashville prices. They're out there in Lebanon. So uh, go visit them at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, check out our friends, BetMGM. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a first bet offer where you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So do that with BetMGM throughout the summer. NBA playoffs still rolling strong. Conference finals are pretty easy to predict. So you could probably win big with that first bet offer right there. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, over requirements, rewards issued to knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game sport called Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. So Sam, I asked the question on our Monday Ask Me Anything topic. When's the last time you chased an ice cream truck around the neighborhood? Uh, because I was on a walk yesterday uh, with the dogs around the neighborhood, and I could just faintly hear it. I was like, "That's they have, nice they have ice cream trucks out here." Yeah, I, yes. And really, and I, I was again. We, it was like, I like stopped. I was like, "Did you just hear an ice cream truck? Did you hear an ice cream truck?" I'm like, "I heard it. It's it's in the distance, but I heard it." And so never saw it until I, we were a couple streets over and I saw it drive down the main road. I go, there it goes. And so it was there. Huh. It was in the neighborhood, but I, I didn't get it. But was curious. I've never uh, seen or heard an ice cream truck since I've been in Tennessee. Really? That, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know they even had them down here. I thought that yeah. was like a so, foreign concept to, to and the Nashville folk. It was really funny because as soon as I thought I heard that tune, I was immediately 12 years old. Like it, it didn't take, Oh yeah. It didn't take a half a second. As soon as I heard it, I was like, all right, let's go. And I, then I was like, dang, I don't have any money. <laughs> so I would have to like run home and then go chase and find it, listen for it. So when's the last time that the you chased an ice cream truck? The concept of an ice cream truck is just such a wild con. Like it, we all love it because of the nostalgia behind it. But like in today's world, who's going to have like, change on them like in that in that one happenstance that the, the ice cream truck are like are ice cream trucks taking venmo and oh, like apple I'm pay sure now i'm sure they it's need venmo, be, right? sell, like, cash app all that stuff yeah see that that makes more sense i'm like yeah if you're because that was always the issue as a kid right you see it go by and you're like i have never no prepared money. and then it's a sprint inside to go like yell at your mom mom i need money then you run back outside hope you didn't miss it yeah I love an ice cream truck. I, so, I get, do you remember I the last the, time you chased one? Yeah. So the last time I chased an ice cream truck, 
chased is weird. Like, can it just be gone to the ice cream truck? Yeah, I mean, I feel like whenever I hear one, I end up having to do some type of work to go find it. That, that's what I mean. Like my chase. Yeah. So mine, uh, I uh, went to an ice cream truck. And I will still go. They're all over Chicago. I will go anytime I see one in, in Chicago. I like to go up to it. They do it by the beaches in Chicago. So mine would have been, I think, a year ago. Over the summer, I was at a beach in Evanston um, over by Northwestern. And they had an ice cream truck going through going through the town a little bit. And everybody at the beach was directing their attention. So... I went and did that. I went and got the, I got the SpongeBob popsicle. We all know nice. which one I'm talking about. Yep. Anytime I see, here's the craziest thing. They've started to do ice cream truck, ice cream outside of an ice cream truck. And I don't know how I feel about that. I was like, you can go to a gas station now and get a SpongeBob popsicle or like the, the chip, which, which are like objectively, I think the best things out of an ice cream truck, in my opinion. But how do we feel about those not being in the truck? Does it take like, I they're just trying to they're just trying to make money off of your nostalgia is what they're doing, which I can't hate them for it. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I did it. I, I did it about last year. I think I was at a beach last year. At, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, last yeah. year I was at a beach over the summer. I was hanging out. And you know, ice cream truck comes by. You're sitting there in the heat, and you're just like, "I could go for a, I could go for some ice cream right now." Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't run after it, but you know. Yeah, it, I, I wanted to yesterday, but again, like I yesterday, I heard it immediately. Was twelve years old again. Was like, yeah, you're, go. you're not gonna go, not gonna go seek it out like you were if you were twelve. But if you walked out to your front door and saw it coming down the street, you're stopping that thing. I'm and in ice cream. Like that's not Absolutely. a question. So I'm in. Yeah. So, to, you know, mine, I heard it yesterday. I saw it drive down the street yesterday, but I would, I've definitely done it since college, but I don't, you know, it's been a handful of years uh, since I've actually chased down an ice cream truck, but man, it's always I, it would be, I probably wouldn't do it if it wasn't such a rarity, but I feel like yes. it's like it once a year, maybe I see or hear one that like, when you do see it that one time, you're like, Oh, I like, I need to go get some ice cream. Like when is the next time I'm going to see an ice cream truck? So you have to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, DeMarco says he does it for his kids. Uh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So, all right, guys, that, that'll wrap it up for this Monday show. Great show talking about Derek Henry's future, what the expiration date might be according to Greg Cosell's prediction. And I know that we ruffled some feathers. I'm sure every time we talk about Derek Henry, not being a Titan for much longer, but that's yeah. okay. But Hey, uh, the Titans will be on the practice field tomorrow. That's Tuesday. And so we'll have a lot to talk about later in the week from seeing the rookies and the vets together for the first time. So make sure you subscribe to our channel and like the show before you go. Because when the Titans are on the practice field, we give you the videos and the highlights all across our YouTube channel. So make sure you hit that like button, you subscribe, you get the notification bell on. So whenever we post Titans content, you guys get it first and right after it goes public on the channel. Appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it.